Welcome to the Relentless Transitions Podcast. If you are looking for a lifestyle podcast that is unfiltered, information-packed, and authentic, you've come to the right place. Whether you are driving, sitting at a desk, or listening with your friends, get ready for an up-close and personal chat with your hosts and invited guests, where they will share insights and practical tips on how to be relentless in facing the challenges that come along in life, business, and relationships. And now, here are your hosts, Teresa Carthron, founder of Make Your Mark Media and Publishing, and Rosalind Keith, founder of Triskelion Transitions. Prepare to unleash your relentless superpower. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Relentless Transitions podcast, where we talk about life, business, and triumph. We've got an exciting uh, podcast for you today, all about fear, handling your fears. Uh, So, Teresa, what's new with you and how are you handling your fears? Well, you know what? Right now, I'm trying to focus on um, really taking care of myself. That's what I've been focusing on uh, this past week. And uh, I've been drinking more water and uh, drinking more fresh juices and eating, uh, you know, more raw foods, which has been an experience. I do like fruits and vegetables, but I've been trying to really eat just some raw things and I am definitely feeling better. And yeah, it's, good it's for calming. You. Oh, calming. good for you. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's um, a lifestyle change that's helping you um, calm your anxiety and maybe your fears a little bit. So yeah, wow. it really is. I feel like I'm, I'm resting better. Like I don't have an issue with sleeping, but I've been resting better. Very, very cool. So um, why don't we jump into helping everyone um, not just make lifestyle changes, but make mindset changes to manage their fears. Um, So um, did you know that there are many truths about fear? So we're going to discuss a few of these truths about fear today. Um, I'm going to start with um, a truth the fear will never go away as, lo- as long as I continue to grow. Fact. It's just a fact that as long as you continue to take new risks to make your dreams come true, you'll feel some discomfort. You'll feel the discomfort of fear. And you know what that discomfort is? That's a discomfort of growth. Um, and if you wait for fear to go away, you'll never gain the experience you need to manage that fear. So stop playing the, when this happens, then I'll be able to do it game and jump right in. And as you build your confidence, your relationship with fear will will change and you'll feel like you have control um, over your fear and not the other way around. What do you think about that, Teresa? You know what? That's really interesting. But what came to mind was how do you handle when um, the growth is painful? Yeah, but so that's that's a lot about, again, um, you know, having that confidence, having tap tapping into your inner source of confidence Mm -hmm. to know that 
you're following your dreams, that you're, you're doing what's right to you. We've done an episode on tapping into your confidence. And, and um, one of the things we suggested was that you, you tap into that inner place, that inner Mm -hmm. core in you that you know, is your strength. And it's in every one of us. Um, It's, it's a matter of it becoming bigger than the negative voices that are in your head, which tend generally with a lot of people are bigger than that inner confidence. <laughs> I was going to say, sometimes those voices can be really loud. You yeah. have to tell them to calm down. And uh, you know, uh, when I mentioned about just the kind of a lifestyle change, that is one of the, the things that I noticed before I started, you know, really focusing on drinking more water and the fresh juices, I was finding that at night, um, this is just transparency, I was actually, I I would wake up and I felt like my jaws were clenched. Mm. And I even spoke to my dentist about it. And he, you know, just said, well, (laughs) he didn't give me a solution. He just said, if you're waking up and you feel like they're clenching, then they probably are. And then after a moment of silence, he asked me, was I having any stress? Mm. And, um, you know, my mind, because I'm so creative, it's constantly thinking, you know, I'm constantly, even when I'm asleep, it seems like when I wake up or I become aware, I'm having like full conversations (laughs) or I'm tossing all these ideas around. But as I have started to drink more water and uh, more fresh foods, now, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I'm just saying what my experience has been, and this has just been over the period of last five days, I am resting just so much better. And it seems like um, my jaws are, you know, more relaxed. So maybe it's just a stress releaser. Um, And, you know, we all face fears. Uh, What I'm finding is that for me, the best way to overcome fear sometimes is just to go ahead and do it. You just kind of have to just jump right in and do it because we can, you know, we can, what if it, (laughs) and how come it and overthink it, you know, to death, Um, both, you know, putting pressures on ourselves uh, to do whatever it is that we are thinking about, but also worrying about how other people are going to perceive it. Uh, before I launched my publishing company, or, or really, how did I even get to launching a publishing company? Before I even wrote a book, I, you know, people would say to me, you should be writing, or you should be speaking. And I was like, well, you know, everybody speaks the way that I do, or everybody writes the way that I do. And really, what I found is it's not true. Um, and so I just started slow and started, you know, I didn't go right to doing a book. I started sending out like a daily inspiration to a few friends uh, just to see, you know, what their response was going to be. And that five friends turned into 500. And then, you know, of course, by then I had, had become comfortable in my voice being heard and people being excited about it. So that's probably another tip too, is just to start small, but get started. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's, that's another truth about fear for sure is that, um, really the only way of getting rid of it is by doing something Mm -hmm. is taking that and it can be a baby step. 
yeah. you know, and in fact, that's what I encourage people to do is, is just that baby step, take yeah. one step towards, um, that fear. Um, and the more you do that, the more your confidence grow. And now Teresa is a published author, right? So, and an I mean, owner of a publishing company, exactly, helping exactly. other women to showcase their voices in print. So, um, yeah. yeah who and it began with that? one baby step, didn't it? Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Exactly. So, um, and I, and I think, you know, uh, all these things we're talking about fear today are so interrelated. Um, I imagine that when you took that baby step, you actually started feeling better about yourself, right? Yeah. You actually um, started feeling like I'm a go-to kind of person. I can do this. I got this. Um, so um, doing it actually makes you feel accomplished. Yes, and, it does. And staying stuck in that fear um doesn't make you feel accomplished it makes you feel it makes you feel small and depressed and inadequate um so just by taking that one little baby step and it can lead to regret because it, you start over time time because time doesn't stop just because we're afraid so it keeps going, sure. and going and then you find yourself in a place of looking back yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So when you make things happen, when you choose to make things happen towards meeting your goals, yes. you actually start the fear actually starts, you know, slowly mm -hmm. disappearing. Yes, it time. does. So, it really yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing um, that um, fear can keep you so stuck mm -hmm. and, and, um, and that the only way, and that's what these five truths, that, that's what these truths about fear really are. The only way to, um, help that fear get, become less is to start moving out of your comfort zone. Right. Mm -hmm. so, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's a, it's a big thing. Yes. Yeah, so it helped me to go from, um, you know, who me. And I'm not necessarily different, but we all are different and we yeah. all have something uh, to offer. But I, it, I went from who, who me and no, nobody who wants it. <laughs> no, people are going to think, you know, I'm uh, crazy to, you know, the more and more people that wanted to be a part of the inspiration community because it started with those five people, but then they started sharing the inspirations with other people. And then other people wanted to become a part of the group to now today, every single morning, I send out the inspiration to over 500 people and across the United States. So different time zones, different age groups, the youngest person uh, that gets the inspiration is 12. The oldest person is over 80. So I, you know, as it has grown, I'm like, wow, you know, this is like a really amazing. So yes, uh, yeah. the confidence has certainly grown. And so now I, I've gone from who me to why not me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when I, when I was starting out my coaching career in 2010, um, I had been a stay-at-home mother for 15 years. Um, and I, you know, I, my life had revolved around managing my family through many international moves. Mm -hmm. And 
Um, I knew, you know, every move had had fear associated with it, of mm-hmm. course, because I'm starting over in every place. And, and but I finally got to a point and I find we were finally living in a country that I was legally allowed to work again. And my kids were, you know, entering middle school and high school. And um, and I decided that I wanted to do more. Um, but after 15 years of not being in the workforce, yes. the fear, I can't imagine, the, you know, the, the lack of, of confidence, um, it was huge. It was like a big weight on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I was fortunate enough. I, I, um, I worked with actually a life coach and she got me pointed in a direction and, um, I became, um, I got a postgraduate certificate in intercultural communications. And then she hooked me up with another life coach, uh, another coach and therapist who, who offered, um, coaching in intercultural communications. Mm-hmm. And, um, we met and this woman said, you can do this. And, um, she traveled a lot and she had a client coming up and she said, I'm leaving the country. We've got this client you're going to do it. Like she threw me into the deep end of the pool oh. and man, talk about fear. I mean, okay. I hadn't, I hadn't worked in a capacity where I was earning money and, you know, um, in, in 15 years. And all of a sudden she's throwing me into the deep end saying, you can do this. you got this, this client, you will, you will connect with this client. It will go well. And, um, you know, I spent, days leading up to the meeting just over preparing and and just I'm I'm one of those kind mm-hmm. of overthinkers and researchers and and I don't I don't take new steps easily and um, I did it and I loved it and then I did it again and I loved it and as time went on yeah still when I was you know doing some of these trainings and and coaching you know before the meeting would start I'd, I'd feel a little jitters and stuff but the confidence was there. And so those jitters meant nothing. I mean, mm-hmm. they were there. I acknowledged that they were there, but I knew I was good at what I was doing. And mm-hmm. it all come came. I had the push, um, you know, from somebody else. But, you know, it was a baby step just mm-hmm. to even talk to that woman, mm-hmm. um, you know, to admit that I wanted to work again, you know. Yeah. And um, so it, it all starts with one little baby step. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like Teresa's grown her following with her inspirations and, and I've just continuously morphed my coaching to meet the demands of the, um, uh, of the population that I'm living in actually, because, you know, I was moving so much and that sort right. of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. It's... And, you know, um, as you were speaking, there's something that I think that probably, um, you know, those listening to this podcast can really resonate with, you know, as you were telling your story, you had a 15 year fear that was built up. Yeah. But I actually thought about right now, as we're going through the pandemic, there are fears that have built up by, you know, this transition of working at home, but now as in some places, regulations or restrictions are being um, lifted, there's a real fear of going back out, Yeah, you know, and it hasn't been 15 years. Yeah. So, you know, just over this course of time, one to two years, 
um, we have, you know, switched things up and been working from home. But now the reality of actually going back out to work or uh, here um, just yesterday, the restrictions were lifted to where we could go to restaurants. And I don't want to go. I, I mean, I don't have any intention of going out right away, although I know that there are people that are already out there and just speaking with some of the people in my circles, that's actually, I don't know that yesterday when we were speaking about it, if we identified it as a fear, but you know, that can be a real fear. Sure. Anytime that there's change, there can, fear can enter in. And I think, exactly. that, um, you know, what we want to do with this podcast as we are sharing this information with you is to just let you know that be, having fear is normal. Mm-hmm. That So it shouldn't paralyze us. Um, what we uh, need to focus more on or what will be more helpful is trying to figure out how can we continue to push forward even though the fear is there. Yeah, 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 definitely. Pushing through the fear is really less frightening um, and less painful than actually um, living with the underlying fear. So if you constantly let the fear control you, you're not going to be living a life Mm -hmm. to its fullest, right? Right. Um, it makes you feel helpless to be Mm -hmm. constantly living in that state of fear and, um, powerlessness. And, um, so the only way to get rid of that is to push through it. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, if you refuse to take risks um you're going to be living with a feeling of dread um you know your whole life right so um you can't live in states of what ifs you have to you have to live in in more a state about what's next and and let's push Mm -hmm. (laughs) through Mm -hmm. let's get beyond that that rigid comfort zone we've built for ourselves in order to um find the life that you really want to have. Yes. And you know, um, one of the, uh, the things that I, um, really like my favorite tip (laughs) that we're going to share with you today is that not only am I going to experience fears, but so are other people. Everyone experiences fear. So, you know, even though now, you know, I'm at that point of, I have my own publishing company there are people who are looking at me like, oh my goodness. But then there are people that I'm looking at and I'm like, oh my goodness. (laughs) You know, so, you know, while we're admiring others, that's the thing that I keep in my head always is that while we are admiring others, there are those who are admiring us. And it doesn't matter at what point you are on your journey there is always someone there that's looking up at you. So even if you feel like you're at a low point, still there is someone else who wishes that they, you know, were in your shoes. So when we, when you look like you have it all together, it doesn't mean that you don't have fear. And I have learned that along my journey, that even after some successes, I still constantly have fears as you continue to have ambitions or desires or want new things, there is fear. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a good example is, is us. And and I don't, I'm not going to speak for you on this, but us, us trying our hands at 
podcasting, you know, um, every day, every time we get together to record, um, there's a little piece of me that says, what the heck are you doing? Like, just, you know, turn the cameras off, turn the recording off and just go about your life. And that's where I come in. I'm like, come on, girl. (laughs) That's right. That's right. And, and, you know, um, so it's, it's, every little new thing every little thing you try yes every little change you um are facing is going to um bring you to that point where you make the decision am i going to push through Mm -hmm. or am i going to stay stuck um (laughs) and and i say um it's when you stay stuck that you end up at your unhappiest Mm-hmm. and and when you've pushed through you actually it lifts it lifts something from that, that feeling of dread that feeling of fear for sure it lifts something every time you push through one of those things that you're dreading one of those changes that you don't want to do um you feel you feel like um a weight has been lifted off you and mm-hmm. your confidence does grow you know um there are, um, there, I, I, when I'm working with, um, coaching clients who are, are managing, learning to manage their fears, um, I have, um, six exercises that, um, I try and walk them through and they can choose which ones work for them and which ones they are most uncomfortable with. Um, and, um, they, they help you actually claim your power over your fear. So Teresa, what's one thing that you do to, what's a thing that you do um, to claim power over your fear? Mm, I would say, um, I, you know, I'm very uh, reflective. So I have this way of taking a step back mm-hmm. and looking at a situation first before I react and um, think about thinking about what's the payoff, you know, if I, if I, um, if I stay in this situation, then what is going to be the payoff for it? Um, and then making a decision. Uh, sometimes that just kind of helps us to, um, have more information about when to make our move, you know, and then also it can empower us because we can, if we know, once we think about what's the payoff, and if we decide that we're going to stay in the situation, or we're going to need to make a move, if we, either way, we can put plans in place. And that is actually very empowering. And then what I've also done is take it a little step further and consider, well, what can I learn in this place? while I am here, even though this is uncomfortable for me and I want to make a move. You know, we talked uh, before about how I took this um, class that was to help me to hone my skills as a speaker. And the class was just, um, it was just really intense. And in the end, I didn't really come away saying that I enjoyed the class. However, to get myself out of a negative space, I actually thought about, and while I was there, I focused on why I was there in the first place, because I actually 
left home and flew somewhere to attend this class. So it wasn't an easy, just get up and go, walk away kind of thing. Um, but now, uh, and even once I got to the airport when it was over, I actually reflected on what did I learn? You know, what could I take away from it? So, and it was really just the teaching style of my teacher. I didn't enjoy that, but I really um, took away and focused on what my payoff was for staying in the situation yeah. and then what my plan was for when I was able to make a change. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important to reflect um, because some of us do change, do, you know, they, we struggle with that idea that um, we're choosing to stay in this position that's causing us fear, that's causing us to be unhappy. Um, but, um, but we don't, um, and, and then we start thinking about more negative things about the situation we're in and it just keeps piling up and piling up. And if you actually start looking at the situation from just a little bit more positive point of view, it can actually help you um, be ready to take that next step. Right? Absolutely. Instead because, of, you know, me doing it, sorry to interrupt, but just like with me yeah. doing the inspirations. I mean, yeah. when I started doing the inspirations, I just really had no idea about where, you know, I am today. I never envisioned it. I did envision ultimately that I would write a book, but now teaching other people how to write a book, teaching people how to speak and hone their craft in speaking, teaching people about how to launch their own podcast. I never, um, you know, really envisioned that back then. So I just tried to, as it was uncomfortable for me, initially sending out those uh, inspirations and getting feedback from people who were reading what I was writing. Um, yeah, that was, that was really uncomfortable, but um, you know, the payoff. Yeah. 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 And I mean, there's, there's a re sometimes there are real reasons to stay in a situation that is making you unhappy. Um, but I think once you recognize those reasons, um, it's easy to say, it's easier to say, well, are those reasons good enough mm -hmm. to keep me stuck here? Right. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. cause you, you know, they are paying me off, you know, um, it, it feels good to be here, um, whatever, but, um, but yeah, it, you know, once you start realizing that that's partly why you're staying in your comfort zone and you've actually listed why you're choosing to stay in your comfort zone, it becomes clearer that those maybe are just um, excuses, right? Yes, yes, yes. Because you know? in launching my business, you know what? Um, I, I said to myself one day, and this is another tip, is to pay attention to what you say when you talk to yourself. Yes. I've said it many times before that if, um, if you ask yourself, if a friend or if a person said to you what you were saying to yourself, how would you respond? And if your response resembles that you would slap them or yank their hair out, <laughs> then you need to change your language on how you're speaking to yourself. But one day I had to tell myself when it came to launching my business, but that could be any fear. This could apply to any fear that you have. Um, who told you that you couldn't launch your business today? Yeah. Yeah. And when I asked myself that question, 
nobody was telling me <laughs> except myself you know yeah. nobody was telling me I could not launch my business or who told you that you won't be successful in business so I had these questions that I just started asking myself and I would say who told you that who told you that and I realized that the person telling me all these things was myself yeah. and you know then I needed to face that and kind of you know get some different language that's right. That's right. So you became aware of your options. I can, oh, stay, I can stay stuck. I can stay not launching my own business. Um, or um, I can choose to do something about it. So I can choose to be connected with my negative mindset, or I can choose not to be. It's your choice. Right. And, and understanding that you actually have that choice is empowering just in itself, right? That, yes, that, it is. Yeah. And I mean, it could apply to anything. You know, I know that I keep, you know, mentioning business, but just life things. And again, being transparent because this, this podcast, we're real and we are relatable. But, you know, some fears I can, I can remember a very large fear for me was getting married, believe oh. it or not. You know, mm -hmm. we as women, many of us, you know, we dream from little girls that, you know, of our wedding day. But honestly, by the time I got married, um, in my experience, there was no one in my family who, besides my grandmother, there was no one in my family who had gotten married and stayed married until death. Oh, yeah. My husband, on the other hand, in his entire family, everyone stayed married. Mm. There was no divorce. And I didn't know whether I could live up to that or not. I didn't know, you know, if I could really be a wife in, in that way. And it really produced a fear in me. You know, I wasn't thinking about it until after he proposed. But once he proposed, the thought of being a wife, really, yeah. um, I didn't know that I would have the skills, you know, to do that. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I was afraid. And I remember really um, having to, you know, just make, have a strong conversation with myself. And I had to just make a decision. Either I'm going to go forward and marry this person and be a part of this family that's all joyous and, you know, and, and they constantly got together. My family was not that way. We didn't really get together. We were a small family. There was plenty of divorce to go around. And even in my God, my godparents, they got divorced. So I just didn't have that example. And I was really fearful of that. So it, it fears come about in life and in business. Yeah, that's right. And, and actually, um, the, the thing that actually brought me to this point of really trying to understand my fears mm -hmm. was actually the exact opposite of Teresa was, was my fear of leaving, um, an unhappy marriage. Um, it was an unhappy marriage, but it had provided me with such an incredible life. Um, and I was really comfortable. I, I mean, but and so it was fearful to leave all that stability behind just because I was unhappy, right? That's and, good because then you're thinking about, well, what's the payoff? That, yeah, that exactly. What's the payoff if I just stay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the payoffs were huge if I stayed and they were 
not so great if I chose to go except for my own mental well-being, mm -hmm. my own physical well-being. I mean, I was making myself physically sick because of how unhappy I was, right? Mm -hmm. So so that um that that fear, you know, that's what drove me to really learn about how to push through mm -hmm. um push through those fears. Uh, one of the things I did regularly, and I encourage um, clients to do all the time is to journal, you know, to mm -hmm. journal about how you can change a negative situation into a positive one. So for me, you know, I would, I would journal about um, what my life could be like, the different, you know, it, it's going to be different it's not going to have the same advantages as staying married, but it had so many positive things about it. I was going to be happier. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was going to have a different kind of stability. I was so it really takes some time to to take the negative And how can I turn that into something positive? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and the really, I find the best way to do that is actually to journal it out, to write it out longhand. They do say that you know, writing things in a journal mm -hmm. helps the brain make connections better than just yes. typing oh, it or talking about it. So, um, yes, I mean, even writing things down just on a piece of paper helps you to plan better. Exactly. It, yeah. Because, you know, you're going through this whole thought process. Um, so, yeah, that's 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 really good. That's yeah. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, and then I guess uh, so for our final tip uh, or exercise for today would be to look for gifts um, you have received from something that you perceive as bad. And I think I really kind of covered that uh, when I was talking, giving the example about that speaking um, training that I went to, you know, I, I, I just didn't enjoy it. Um, first it was so intense that really made it difficult but also just the way that the instructor um taught the course it was like um the instructor didn't really connect with me and even though the goal was to help me to craft my story um hmm, she didn't have respect for my story mm. so you know, I'm, I was telling my story, but here was this person who was looking at me like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> really, that's the way that she made me feel like, what are you talking about? And, um, you know, it, it just, anyway, it was, it just was a very difficult uh, situation from it, which of course that produced anger and then fear because there were other people who were yeah. there and they were listening to me, you know, tell my story. Uh, so there, it was really tough for me to push through, but then the gift is that I came out of that so much more powerful as a speaker. And I really, I just focused on the techniques of what she was trying to instill in us because my story was still my story. Yeah. It was still my voice. Right. So that is, is definitely a tip. Don't let anyone silence your voice. Your story is still yours and it's valuable. So the gift though that she gave me was those, I was able to take those techniques 
and really apply them to my true story. And once I came out of there, I mean, as far as a speaker, I became an international speaker. I mean, it, 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 it really helped to transform um, me as a speaker and in my visibility and my business. So, you know, that, that was a gift. So it was something I perceived as bad or as grueling, but I, I, I stayed there and I endured because yeah. I focused on, you know, this gift or what I was truly the true benefit of this to me instead of focusing on the person or on the thing, focus on yourself and what it is that you can get out of this. Yeah, so so in that instance, you could have chosen to connect to all those negative reactions you were having. Mm-hmm. You chose to look for something positive. And um, that's uh, a lot of dealing with your fear is learning to control the negative voices in your head and the negative criticisms you're feeling and, and or you're receiving and, and you know it's it, it's it's a powerful tool to be able to um, let go of negativity and um, look for positivity and look for the positive in situations. Um, you know, one of the things I I encourage my clients again to do when they're going through this. Uh, coaching to help them manage their fears is, you know, there's a lot of negativity in your life. There's negativity everywhere. And, and we do a lot of complaining Mm. and, and complaining just breeds more negativity, right? Yes. And so I challenge everyone listening here. And I challenge you, Teresa, I challenge myself to go one week, go one week without criticizing or complaining about anyone or anything. Go one week without producing negativity and generating negative thoughts. And it's a big challenge. You see, I'm looking around. I'm looking for some duct tape. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I just put a piece right here on my chin. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) Because, I mean, it's all part of that. Um, You know, it's, it's almost it's almost universal that we are drawn more to the negative than we are to the positive. And so just by trying to practice this little thing, you start replacing that, you know, that need for duct tape. Yes. (laughs) With something positive. Right here on my chin. Yes. And just walk around with it. It'll be a conversation piece. People be trying to, because you know what? You have to also, if you're going to do that, you have to be mindful of the people who are around you. Exactly. You know, I'm, I started to say that earlier when you were talking about the podcast and sometimes, you know, we don't really feel like it or when we were initially thinking about it, it was like, what in the world? You know, but you need that person who's going to just grab you by the hand and say, come on, you know, yeah. you need like a positive force. And if you're going to, you know, not say negative things, not feed off of negative things, then that means that you don't need to be on the phone with your good girlfriend or your good guy friend who is just dumping all of their exactly. uh, their trash on you. And I call it trash. I'm not I'm not trying to offend anyone, but in the inspiration community, every Thursday is trash pickup day. And yeah. it's not 
paper trash, but it is like that emotional trash that people have dumped on you all week long. And whether it's a look that somebody gave you and you interpreted it as, you know, whatever, or maybe even a tone that someone was speaking to you in, or it could be actual words or deeds that someone, you know, um, sent your way. Exactly. It's trash. And so on every Thursday, we have trash pickup day and we throw that, we get rid of it. You know, we want to do it daily, but I make it a point to, you know, point it out on Thursdays in inspiration community. So if that helps, that can be something that can help with fears as well. Yeah. Yeah. So Teresa, um, what do you have to offer us as a big takeaway from our discussion today? Well, you know, my takeaway uh, that I'm going to marinate on until our next episode and one that I would love for our followers to uh, marinate on is that not only do I have fears, but so does everyone else. Not only do you have fears, but so does everyone else. I mean, we have fears. We worry about are people going to listen to the podcast, so on and so forth, but we all have fears. Yeah. Yeah. And don't, don't, um, don't forget that you're not alone. You know, absolutely. Um, we're all in it together. So, uh, yeah. So uh, thank you everyone for, we've come to the end of this podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been a good one. Uh, sorry. I said, this has been a good one. It I has been this. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So it made me cry a couple of times. Oh dear. I wasn't planning on being that transparent, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you you know that's that's great because we're being we're keeping it real. And the truth is that um we all back to that takeaway, we all have fears and it's a normal, it's a normal reaction to change. It's a normal reaction to trying something new. It's, it's just normal to have fears, but the good news is you can learn to control them. Right. So, um, so that's, that's what we hope you take away from this podcast this week. Um, Thank you for listening, everyone. Um, Connect with us on Instagram. You'll find Teresa at I am Teresa underscore C and you'll find me Rosalind Keith at Triskillian underscore transitions. Um, I am a certified feel the fear coach. And, uh, you know, now's your opportunity to book a free discovery call at relentless transitions at gmail.com. Let's work together to help you increase your confidence and overcome your fears. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yes. Bye now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Relentless Transitions podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. We really appreciate that, and we'll catch you in the next episode.